everybody, and welcome to Gearheads, the podcast where every once in a while we pop back on here and talk about every single one of Richard Gere's movies. Every one uh, of them. I, uh, yep. I was uh, thinking it'd be real of you. Oh, it would be real. Wow. Yeah. My name's Elise. I'm one of the co-hosts. The other co-host you've already heard from, and her name is... Sarah. Oh, and we're talking this week about the 2009 film Amelia. Oh, yeah, we are. We have done this in a while because... A little rush. I guess we like... It got lives or something. Like, we are so busy and popular. It's just like, we couldn't even find time to make a podcast about Richard Gere. We're, We're too busy seeing Barbie over and over again. And also, <laughs> losing auctions. Oh my goodness. If we sound a little sad, it's because all week... Week? No, two weeks. Like, a couple weeks. And this was already the <laughs> consolation auction because we couldn't do the first auction. Okay, Elise has a great... A great eye for things. I somehow got signed up for this mailing list of estate sale auctions of local pickups in New York City. And it's my favorite thing. I got some really great napkin holders mm-hmm. last summer. And I've been keeping my eye on it forever. And this incredible auction popped up like a little bit ago. And we wanted everything in it. But we were both going to be out of town on the pickup date. Yep. So we were devastated. But then there was a part two of that same house's Dude. auction. Yeah, and so we were like, this is meant to be. So we found our little things that we wanted, and we kept I... our little eyes on them. Elise found this gorgeous lingerie <laughs> dresser. <laughs> Fill that in. I'm not buying second-hand <laughs> lingerie. lingerie. Uh, it's so perfect. It was the right measurements to fit in my bedroom. My it was beautiful. We measured my car. We figured out it could fit out. in. I was going to take work off early until we could go pick it up. I was excited about that. Yep. It's, the pickup is this Friday. It's currently Wednesday. And yeah. we were just like, this is going to be the best week because we have fun plants on Saturday. We uh, do. <laughs> and tonight was when the auction was closing. So we were watching Amelia and looking at our bids closing. And basically once the movie ended... Is when the bids started close. Yeah, that was time really well. And then the people just came out of the woodwork. There was little, little slimy sons of bitches just popped up out of nowhere and yeah. stole them from us. They stole them from us. I wasn't. I, guess I was who got one of what those. He wanted a man. <laughs> That's true. I was. I was one of the slimes that came out of the woodwork. I didn't bid until the last six minutes, and I still. Yeah. That dresser went from $100 to th- over $300, so at least I made that happen. Uh, my prints went from $50 to the current bid, 486 and, um, and we swiftly realized that we can never go to the great city of Las Vegas nope. together. Because we were just like, go for it. Do it. Do it. I'm going to do it. Should I do it? And we're like, okay, but this is the last one, I promise. This is the last time I... Like, at one time, Sarah was like, I'll throw in 20 bucks for you. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to bet even more. Like, it was, <laughs> uh-uh. Danger. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to go to Vegas. Like, I never have. The only thing that for me there is Brandon Flowers. Yeah, and I don't even think he's he there, there anymore. For you. But I don't think he's there anymore. Yeah, he's he's scurrying. I think around. he's in, like in Utah. He's in Utah for me, but we don't do that. We don't do that. Um, okay, Elise, remind me. When's the last time we recorded? Was it? It will. It. I believe it was. Um. Uh, with Yogi. Was that before the India? man who gets what he wants? Yogi. <laughs> it was before India. Yeah. Wanted a hippo art. 
from this auction and I won that. <laughs> the three items that only we all one wanted, of them was purchased. Only one was purchased and of the three people who wanted these items, it was the man that got it. Ain't that with the least emotional investment. Yeah, just strolled in. Anyway, uh, we'll get over it. <laughs> we won't get over. It. I'll never get over this. Okay, never so Hachi was the last one. Getting over. Wait, was it the la- Let me check. Let me check the records. I'm like out of breath from heartbreak. My emails are from Auction Ninja every three minutes and then a Venmo transfer and then more auction ninja. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay. Yeah. Our last move, our last podcast was, um, Hachi, a dog's tail. And we published that on March 13th It is currently August 2nd. So it's Good been boy. a while. Yeah. We've neglected, but, um, we've yeah. been up to just, we've been you up know, to stuff. life stuff. Uh, no new diseases, no new jobs. Um, hmm. I mean, we're interesting. We're We've done interesting things. The most interesting We went to Sonic in New Jersey met. a couple days ago. And what's not interesting about that? <laughs> and then we went to Pray Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Try that on for size. In Walmart, nobody knew how to behave. Nobody knew how to walk around other people or be in a crowded space. And at one point, when we were smushed between so many people, I leaned back to, like, tell Elise, gosh, I hate people from New Jersey. And then I realized, don't say that out loud. And I literally had to swallow it. Like Perhaps the worst place to say that out loud is in a Walmart in New Jersey. A Walmart in New Jersey. I do love people from New Jersey. I love all people. Yeah. Of all stars I've known stripes. some really lovely people Except from New Jersey. Cops. Except for cops. <laughs> I just want to see them coming out of a slide as fast as possible. And going back into it. <laughs> That's did, a reference to Did you send to me the reverse TikTok. one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, we've gotten really into crafting. Oh boy, I mean we've always been into crafting. We are having a craft night on tomorrow, tomorrow night. Okay, that cheers me up a little bit. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I have chicken nuggets on my shirt. Yeah, she does. Uh, we took a trip. We went to Prince Edward Island. Oh, it yeah. was heaven on earth. Picture the most idyllic girls' trip, and it was that. And that's what you are seeing. Is us. The, what's in your brain is actually me and Sarah. <laughs> we went to a haunted house on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah, we did. That, and it was like the, the exact kind of haunted house you want. No live actors, okay? Nobody creeping around behind you, breathing in a your A lot ear. of animatronics. Now, I do feel sometimes a bit like a hypocrite when I am so against haunted houses with people in them. Why because is that? Once I was a person in a haunted house. Nice. And I was the scariest one and I did get a bonus. What was for your it. costume? Oh, I wore a wedding dress <laughs> and an old lady mask and I had a saw. And Amazing. I sat in a rocking chair at the top of a set of stairs and people walked by me and they weren't sure if I was real or not. And then I stood up at just the right moment and I scared the pants off of them. It was the best. Love it. Okay, but I didn't chase them. Mm-mm. I respected their boundaries. They didn't respect my boundaries. Do you know how many people tried to sit on me or grab my breasts or other things? I actually don't know. They're almost all drunk middle-aged ladies that were doing that, by the way. Jeez. That's awful. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I would then get to scare them really bad, and it was so sad. I felt a little bit like I was getting some some demons out at that job. Like, <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see that. Like just being like, and now I'm gonna scare you. You have no idea. I just feel like I got so much power. It's a lot of power. Yeah, so much power over strangers. That's what serial killers should do. Well, like what? <laughs> kill, like scare people. No, no, no. Just do that oh. instead of killing. I think like work in a haunted house after a certain. I would, okay, would you go to a haunted house instead of killing though? Like but they like, can't kill. That would be so terrifying. Well, they shouldn't a, advertise that they're a serial yeah. serial killer. Oh, okay. Well, but they need to make sure they don't cross the line into killing. There's a lot. <laughs> the I'll workshop this. Okay. Rehab, like. You'll see me in 20 years. I'm going to be running the best haunted house. I'll see a documentary you're in. <laughs> um, uh, we're nearing the end of this podcast. We're getting there. We have like We're 10. bouncing around ideas for a new. <laughs> yeah. With a, with a friend of with ours. With a third person. Um. And uh, we're excited about that. That'll be fun. <laughs> Follow us there. In case you're getting nervous that we're oh. nearing the end of Richard Gere's career. I know that you're scared to not hear from us every six months anymore. But... <laughs> um, but we have fun <laughs> doing this. Um, gosh, I can't think of anything else. The only thing going on in my life right now is Barbie. Yeah, it's it's all it's all. Okay, consuming. you at least did share that she was listening to refresh herself. Uh, back to an old episode where she basically prophesied the resurgence of Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And everything has come to pass mm-hmm. for your Barbie boy. came out and everyone loves him. It's real good if you haven't seen it yet. I um, All the Trader Joe's employees were dressed up like Barbie today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forgot to tell you that. And uh, my cashier was a very old woman who she's like, I was like, oh, have you seen Barbie? She's like, no, I saw Oppenheimer. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. She's like, I will see Barbie, though. My daughter keeps nagging me. I know I'll like it. But then she was trying to, like, she was, like, she was trying not to spoil Oppenheimer for me. You <laughs> like, know what happens in Oppenheimer. Right. It's history. I, yeah. Uh, it was just really funny. That um, is funny. Well, guess what? I've seen both. And I saw Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter wow. on IMAX. And wow. Barbie was better. <laughs> and I'm not saying Oppenheimer was bad. It was good. But Barbie was better. I just feel like barbie has such sweet messages and funny uh lines and situations and then if it didn't have all that it would still just be extremely fun to look at like to watch on silent and just like see all the all the magic it has me in an absolute chokehold like i have never been someone who's been like i love pink you ordered a pink drink i ordered a pink drink today just because i was like i wanted well i knew drinks were half off at starbucks but i was like (laughs) i want that one i want the pink drink and then i walked in to starbucks to pick up my mobile order and barbie girl was playing and i was like i am a barbie girl and i am living in a barbie world and it was just like who am i but i like her can you describe what i wore to the barbie movie (laughs) because everybody's been dressing up like barbie (laughs) Sarah and I didn't like, have a lot of pink, so I wore some pink accessories. Yeah, and I had already seen it once. Yeah. So I kind of knew what was... So Sarah came <laughs> mm-hmm. to the Barbie movie mm-hmm. not knowing anything that was going to happen Mm-mm. in it. Wearing a denim vest. <laughs> yeah. She was wearing a little shirt under her denim vest with a little skin showing. And she was wearing a pair of shorts. And she was wearing a pair of loafers. Mm-hmm. And a pair of pink socks with her loafers. And then we watched the film... Well, I told her, I said, I'm sorry to break it to you, Sarah, but you are dressed as Kent because you are wearing a denim vest. And we didn't know. Yeah. Until 
the movie yeah. continued on and Sarah pointed yeah. out that she was dressed even yeah. more as Ken. Yeah. Her Kennergy was My Kennergy was all off the time charts. high. <laughs> yep. Because they also wore pink socks with black, black loafers. loafers during the Dream Valley yeah. sequence. And then there was one more thing I did that was Ken. Well, your job is beach. My job is beach. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It's the thing I do the most throughout the week. She's in her Kennesance. <laughs> yeah we're in our kenaissance mm-hmm. so anyways that's what we've been up to just like summer stuff life stuff yep we're we're happy yeah Sp- spooky word to say but um i can't even say it but you know like somewhat that <laughs> yeah. that word okay so i guess we talk about amelia now um don't wanna yeah sorry guys i didn't like this movie we thought it was boring it was poorly made uh, it could have been way more interesting um and i was fully ready to give it all the chances i'm in my um i mean i was about to say i'm in my i love women era <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just like i'm like fully like i know this movie could be bad but like we should we should like it because it's you know i want to support about women Amelia. doing things it was directed by a woman yeah and um good lord it was real bad I had good elements to it. Like, it was very visually appealing. Let's right? talk about... It was... Yeah. Okay. Obviously, this movie is about Amelia Earhart, if yeah. you don't know. Okay. Yeah. And I... First of all, I do have an issue with the fact that the cover is her and Richard Gere. Because it's called Amelia, not Amelia and George. Like, why does he get a horn in on the cover? Get out of yeah. there, guy. Yeah. It's Amelia. And it's not like a love story about them. Not really. Like, like there's... Uh, yeah. So anyways there's lots of there's some time jumping but mostly it just kind of follows her adulthood life as uh, she uh sets records in different areas with her flying Mm -hmm. the first one being a first trip across the atlantic as a passenger Mm -hmm. woman like pilot yeah and it follows also her love life really because it follows that she meets her husband who is george putnam who is played by rtg which are also ryan gosling's full initials as well sarah discovered this ryan thomas gosling rtg like like what elise has a type and it's specific if you're a man if you're a straight man (laughs) and your initials are RTG, you're not safe find our instagram and Mm -hmm. send me a message Mm -hmm. and i'll probably ignore it yeah okay so yeah richard gear plays george putnam her husband, who's also like her, like a promoter, I guess. At one scene, he's like, hey, do you guys ever heard of public relations? So maybe he's like a PR pioneer. Like, did he yeah. invent public relations? I don't yeah. know. Um, Could have done research on that. Didn't. But he was, <laughs> he was like a promoter. So he like got her photo shoots and ad campaigns yeah. and all that stuff. And how does he talk? Does he have an accent oh, in this? Oh, lordy, lordy, does the he? The New have York ac- Times. He uses the most 1920s newsman but accent like, the, I have ever heard. It's heavy in the beginning, and it kind of just fades throughout. As is customary as for Mr. Gear. As he likes to do. Yeah. Yes, yes. And they don't film movies chronologically either. So, like, <laughs> it is weird true. that it keeps happening. <laughs> That's true. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember one of his lines so I can do an impression, but I don't remember what he said. Hey, Amelia. He literally hey, scoffed The New at York Times. Point. The New like, York Times. Like, <laughs> scoff, scoff, scoff. <laughs> yeah, good God. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he's wearing awful glasses but his he's hair he's wearing the same glasses he always wears okay and that's bingo and also this movie takes place in the 20s through the 30s and he's still wearing the same it took place glasses. in the 1700s i did not think that i just thought that you guys did you know that amelia disappeared in 1937 because i thought she disappeared in like 1922 so i was shocked when she was like doing ad campaigns and, and like stuff. gore vidal was there yeah. as a little kid she's like what <laughs> huh well who's that what's up sir what, what's up um, um, no never mind <laughs> hey kid what you doing here <laughs> um at least uh, it was also very distracting in this movie because a woman was wearing what do you call that hat <laughs> it's called a cloche a cloche yeah it's french for bell a woman was wearing a cloche bell-shaped hat at least revealed that she wore one of those in the <laughs> in the aughts and uh we found the photo it was great it was a fashion moment, okay? She won't share it on the Instagram because no. we can't reveal our faces. No, no. Except for the cover of this <laughs> podcast <laughs> art. <laughs> but we don't reveal our faces on Instagram. No. If that's important. The Is the Gearheads cover anywhere on Instagram? No, I did that on purpose. Because yeah. I knew it was going to suggest that account to everybody <laughs> we've ever interacted with. Yeah. And I don't want that with our faces like i revealed to my knife group that you revealed because <laughs> they're like i popped in with some juicy bit of gospel like oh hey because there have been like 30 texts and then nothing and then like i said <laughs> something i was like i'm recording a podcast and like they're like what oh and i was like a richard gear podcast oh no you told them i guess you could find if you type in richard gear podcast to google please don't do this i'm gonna have an anxiety attack okay do you not want me to no you can do it I did look up Richard Gere fan fiction earlier. Oh. There's nothing. Why'd you do that? I wanted to see if there was something so that I could share on the pod. Well, to share on the pod. Guess I'll have to write some. Guess it's up to us. Richard Gere podcast. I'm nervous. Richard Gere, the comedian's comedian. Is there a different Richard Gere? There's one, two, three, four results before you get to our Instagram. Oh, but our Instagram comes up first, not like a... Yeah spotify link or anything because i think he's done like interviews oh no oh on podcasts yeah okay not ours yeah we he won't return our calls just kidding we have not reached out remember when you did a fake commercial for his (laughs) yeah remember we were gonna we need to go to his inn still that's the last episode that's where we record the last episode from and he'll be there (laughs) okay so oh yeah so amelia. hillary swank in her oh, bad yeah. wig hillary swank is playing amelia and she's wearing blue contacts and they're a little a bit really bad wig freaky um gosh i mean she just like i took no i took the notes the usual notes <laughs> i this took is, my usual this notes. is how it starts this, i have accent scoffing and then no more notes <laughs> that is on brand on brand this is what my notes say okay you ready this yeah. cast slaps because the credits were up and I was like, what's the deal with all these amazing people in this movie? And some of them are in it for brief moments. Then I wrote pretty music. But you know what? I'm taking away my positive music notes because I feel like the music got worse. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they kept doing things throughout the movie where they would, like, show newspaper headlines. And there's, like, essentially no music behind that. It was it made it so much more boring that mm-hmm. there was, like... They couldn't even do, like, some clicky-clacky typewriter sounds. Right. Anything to get my interest. But no, it was just, like, let me slowly, silently slide a newspaper across your desk. Yeah. Was the vibe. Yeah. And then, like, the headings, like, the newspaper headings and stuff, you couldn't find the actual ones. They, like, made up ones, like, for, like, the... Yeah, like the, those were like to tell the graphic exposition. design. Yeah. Those were illustrated. Those weren't real headlights. That's so true. 
So anyways, the music was pretty at first, but it got worse. And then I wrote, Sarah just said, I don't even know what this movie's about. <laughs> Which I then mocked her for because I meant I knew it was about Amelia Earhart, but like I just didn't know if it was gonna be about her like her life, her death, her childhood. And it was about like I would argue kind of a boring like they made it seem so boring. She was breaking all these records and doing all these things, but that was all in the exposition. I'm sure like, she was a very interesting woman. Clearly she was, but wouldn't have known that if I had just watched this movie and never knew a thing about her. I'd be like, boy, yeah. Amelia Earhart. So she's like flying. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we, we covered this. So it's based on two different books, which is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess we it's just based on her life. We took that as a bad sign. Yeah. I think I also read that the script was written like seven times. Yeah. Um, Richard Gere's doing a 1920s voice. Okay. So he's trying to get Amelia to write about a flight. She's going on over the Atlantic and to pretend that she's the pilot. But she's like, I want to be the pilot. She goes on the flight. She like gets in a fight with one of the guys that we didn't understand what the fight was about. But that guy was played by the blonde guy in Across the Universe. Yes. <laughs> the little mouth. Um, little, you, you said little mouth a couple times. He has a little mouth. <laughs> Keep talking about his mouth. Little. So tiny. then Putnam gets her to sign a Lucky Strike contract. I think that's the first time that he was like, we're going to monetize you, baby. Yeah. But it, it's never like. The movie doesn't really seem to take a stance on that. Like it doesn't. Put it, or I guess the stance is it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, she made money. I mean, I guess it's not bad, but I don't know. Just many times, anytime someone would say, because she did so many, like she had luggage, she had a bunch of different things she was doing commercials for. And anytime somebody in the movie would kind of be like, oh, wow, you want to put your face on something else? She'd be like, oh, because you don't like to make money. <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of like very defensive about her yeah. advertising, yeah. which I don't, it's cool that she was a woman and the like that time period was able yeah. to like make her own money, but also yeah. like capitalism. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I wrote Richard takes her to a college, takes her to talk to a college and kisses her in the car. He did. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so this is when the romance starts. He be yeah. first of all he was just her publisher and then he gets a crush on her, then he kisses her. She's yep. like, I think I like that. Yeah. And there's no chemistry. No, they really them. don't have any. He's so much older than her. His hair looked great. His hair looked really good. Mm, a good swoop. I saw his chest. And <laughs> as Sarah said, many times during the movie, we did see his chest. Almost as many times as you talked about the other guy's and you know small what? mouth. I will say I appreciate we saw him undressed much more than we saw. We never saw her we in never saw her any undressed. state of undress. No. And we saw him in many states of undress. Well, just one. And well, you know why I think that was the case? Because of the female gaze. Because this movie was made by a woman. That's true. And yeah. his chest looked good. His chest looked fantastic. I mean, I, I just thought it up I've so much. I've never talked about a man's chest. For some reason, calling it a chest. <laughs> it really like, bothers it's you. It's almost like calling it a trunk. What calling what a trunk? Uh, his calling chest. his chest, like that oh. area. You know, some people oh. call that like your trunk. <laughs> For some reason, they have trunk. the same uh, yeah. level of like mis. I don't unused. like saying the word breast. Well, I wouldn't say breast well, about a man. <laughs> know, about Richard, I'm sorry. I was just compare. I was just saying another word that I don't like. Oh, okay. In the same area. Like I don't know what I would call it. I guess chest is the word, but for some reason, just saying his chest. You just kept saying, well, are we going to see I, his chest? I was saying it because we it's been a while since we've seen it, since he's gotten older, and since the movies we've been watching are like Hachi, although we did see it in Hachi. We did. <laughs> it's it, romantic we saw tomato. It. I think I normally say, like, are we going to see him shirtless? And Sarah specifically is like, <laughs> are we will see we see chest? this body part well, of his chest? Well, we've also talked about seeing his nips before, like that level of chest exposure. Yeah, but that's mostly you. <laughs> we have also <laughs> said... <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and so then she, after she does her little college thing, she like goes and knocks on his door at the hotel they're staying I'm at, and they dance, door. and then they like really kiss. Yes. And then Mia Vasakovska, is that how you say her name? I have no idea. You said it so confidently when it came up. I know, but I've lost confidence. In She's that. a 16-year-old pilot. She looks incredible in 1920s makeup. Mm-hmm. 1930s. I really like her. <laughs> what did you say? I said 1930s. Gosh. <laughs> it's, it's 1931 at this point. Okay. In the movie. She quit acting, I guess. What does she do now? Did she make paper mache crafts? she's a mama. Support our paper mache company, by the way. We'll do advertisements for it in the future. Yeah, buy stuff. Okay, ready? Listen. Vasikovska. Okay, so Vasikovska. Vasikovska. I was pretty close. You were very close. Mia Vasikovska. You're very good at pronunci- pronouncing things. <laughs> <laughs> Pronunciating? Is that what you were going to say? You're very good at pronouncing things. You're so good at pronunciating things. <laughs> You're very good at pronouncing things. <laughs> You're very uh, you. That's a skill that you have. Oh, thank you. Yep. I I feel like I'm losing it the older mm-hmm. I get. I you know I was just a really smart kid. You had to skip a grade. Yeah, and I've just gotten worse every day of my life. Yeah. Okay, so Mia Vasikovska. E. E. Vasikovsky. It ends with an A. The spelling of it is, anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she um, she shows up, but she's like, Putnam, I want you to do for me what you've done for Amelia, and I want to be the most famous woman pilot ever. Yeah, that scene was pointless because that never comes up again. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, but then yeah, there's a party, and yep. Amelia meets Eleanor, you and McGregor. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's way past Sarah's it's, bedtime. It is. You know what, though? You have been going to bed a little later, it seems like, I have been. the last while. I have been. <laughs> I've been going to bed around 10.30. Wow. That's totally... Like, that's adult time. Yeah. That's like normal time. <laughs> that's like normal time. Um, so it's not bedtime yet. Okay. So anyways, she meets Jean Vidal. Yes. And she's very interested in him because he's played by Ewan McGregor. He's and he's like, comes onto her immediately. He comes onto her. His hair is so smooth, it almost looks like he's a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like very black yeah yeah and and george sees them talking and is like mm, and then like that night asks amelia to marry him mm-hmm. and she like is like Ugh. but then after a while she says yes but she essentially makes him sign a prenup yeah <laughs> being like if i'm not happy in a year then yeah if i'm not happy in a year yeah and she also is kind of like i'm not gonna fully like devote myself to you and you shouldn't fully mm-hmm. devote yourself to me and i don't know if that meant like Open or what that meant but that's yeah. what she says and that seems to have been what she meant mm-hmm. um then they have their wedding and in the wedding she's like uh hold up flip it and reverse it. <laughs> oh no <laughs> gross as timothy chalamet says <sighs> in the trailer for timothy oh. chocolamet <laughs> um wimothy wallaby <laughs> wonkamay okay this is stupid. Um, <laughs> and she's, yeah, she's, she's like, like, I will not obey. Take out obey. Take out obey. They have the smallest little wedding, and then we see like some weird like wedding sex. Like, it's PG, it's, so it's, yeah, but it's like clearly they've already had sex. Yeah, we already yeah, saw Richard's chest. chest. <laughs> okay, then there's a plane race. 
Yes. Like the that Amelia she organized. organizes. Yes. And she got a bunch of lady pilots, as they call them. Come on, lady pilots. To race each other. And George goes up to me to... What's the girl's name? The 16-year-old. Eleanor. Eleanor yeah. Smith. And is like, listen up. Will you, we want to make sure Amelia wins because it'll look really good. And he's just a PR guy, man. He's yeah. just schmoovin' all the but- way. El, uh, Amelia doesn't. She, she gets in, in third place. Third. But can I tell you some trivia I read about yeah. that? We're going to skip skip forward a little bit and do trivia. <sighs> so Sarah could not be yawning any louder Sorry. right now. <laughs> yeah, so, sure you can read some trivia. <laughs> this says that she finished third, and it doesn't explain why in the movie, but here's why. Earhart and her, all of a sudden I couldn't remember how to pronounce her last name. I was like, Earhart, Earhart. That's not right. Earhart and her friend Ruth Nichols were tied for first at the last stop before the final leg, but Nichols took off right before Earhart, but her plane clipped a tractor on the runway and flipped over. Oh, no. Instead of taking off, Earhart ran to Nichols' plane to drag her to safety. After she was sure that Nichols was not seriously hurt, she took off for Cleveland and finished third. Now, why in the hell why would, would they, they cut not that out of that? That's the most interesting thing. This plane race was so boring. It was just like, hey, we're doing a plane race. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we are at the finish line. Like, and what? That, like, Amelia seems so boring in this movie. What? Like, that tells you everything you need to know about this woman. She's a girl's girl. Yeah. She is competitive, but it doesn't come above her friendships and, like, the the well-being wow. of other people. Like, goodness gracious. Like, truly, everything in this movie was, like, so boring <laughs> and told in the most boring way. That would have been great. It would have been so interesting. And why didn't we ever see her front? Like, why did like? Oh my god! The only thing they had is like at the end when all the their all the women are coming off their planes and they're like, "Oh, you're third place," and she's like, "I'm just out. any woman woman winning is a win for me," which is great. Yeah, that's a good attitude. But to like, have. this says woman women in the wind from 1939 is based on the same air play, air race and features a plot loosely inspired by the incident. That sounds much more so interesting. Apparently, a than whole this movie. movie was based on this little thing that they cut out. This is so... That's That makes me mad. Oh, That makes me really mad. Okay. Yeah. So, after this race... She gets to do her little flight across the Atlantic. She always wanted yeah. to do. Flying solo across the Atlantic. First woman ever. And, it, and it's flying. like... Oh, plane issues. Is She's she trying to go to it? France. Yeah. And she lands in a field. And where is she? She's in Ireland. 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 With <laughs> <laughs> um, some sheep. And then she ends up going to, fr- like, she does, like, a little European tour and, like, does, like, promotional she doesn't, things. She feels a little bit like a show pony. She yeah. says, a white horse. Yeah. And then she bickers a little bit with her husband. And he's like, uh, this is how we're getting money, girly. This is how you can fly is if you but do these things. But then she runs into, at one of her little promo things, she runs into a little boy who has a voice like a girl. <laughs> and it's little Gore Vidal. And his daddy is handsome ventriloquist dummy Gene. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we'll drive you home. So they drive her home, whatever. It's just like showing that there's a friendship developing there. Mm-hmm. Then, Familiarity. Then it's dinner with the Roosevelts. Okay. And she takes. And he's the president. He's the president. They have. And Eleanor's there. And Eleanor has real great. It's played by Cherry Jones. Wonderful. Wonderful actress. Now, We're also another actress. Every time. Yeah. She was wearing fake teeth that were their own characters. Yeah. Uh, probably every time Cherry Jones comes up, which is, I don't know how often that is, but I probably say this every time I saw her in a play 
in Edinburgh. I didn't even know she was going to be in it. I had no idea who was going to be in the play. I just wanted to see the glass menagerie. And she was like the mom. And I was like so excited. And she was so good. That'd be so fun to be an actor and just like pop and like do like plays for like a month or two in a different country. Go to the Edinburgh French Festival. How fun. Yeah. Hmm. So nice. Um, She takes her in a plane. I'm in prison. I'm tethered (laughs) to my desk job. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you really quick about a, a terrible dream I had last night? Yes. I had a dream that my mom and I got kidnapped <laughs> and we were taken to like this underground crypt oh. that was like Egyptian and they were like trying to raise a mummy corpse from the dead and it was like this writhing. Sounds fun. There was like this like <laughs> writhing mass like in like this like lava oh my pit. Gosh. And you needed a wad? A wad. A wad of gum. There it is. Er- earlier we were trying to figure out when you would use the word wad. <laughs> If it didn't mean, like, cash. Anyway, it was, like, a writhing mass in this, like, pit. And they needed... They were kidnapping people to cut off their body parts. Because, like, if they cut off, like, your leg, then it would animate a leg into, like, this mummy that they were trying to revive. So they kidnapped my mom and I to do this. And... I'm not... I'm cutting this part out so we can put it into a movie. Don't (laughs) steal this idea, anybody. And I was, like... I was, and they brainwashed my mom so that she could help them like get oh, more that's, people. That's scary. And I was like, I gotta get out of here. So I ran away and I ran, I was hiding in this field, but then they found me. So I went to this warehouse and they like found me again and they were like trying to cut off my hand. And then I woke up and I was like, what the, <laughs> why did I have that dream? But I was watching a bunch of stuff about ancient Egypt yesterday. Well, so that, would help. that part makes sense. <laughs> but the hand part, I think it was from the climate change activists that like, cemented their hands in edinburgh did you see this no i didn't these climate change activists cemented their hand like they took like epoxy and all this stuff to a runway a plane runway in edinburgh and or no germany um and (laughs) cemented themselves to the runway and it stopped like plane traffic forever but like they now they were talking about how like they don't know how to get them out of there without amputating their hands (gasps) because like they they can't get little chisels i don't know I, i guess i guess not wow I don't know exactly what's going on, but anyway, so I'm sure that those two things yeah. are what combines. That sounds really exciting. Yeah. Do you ever, even when it's a scary dream when you wake up, are you ever like, that's so fun. Like, way to go, brain. Like, I, came up with sometimes some I'm just, stories. yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not like, I guess I still have some creativity. Yeah, it's in <laughs> like, there somewhere. That's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Dreams are so crazy. Weird. Yeah. So weird. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So they are at a dinner with the Roosevelts and Eleanor and Amelia are becoming BFFs because they're both two strong women. Yeah. Defying expectations. Defying expectations. And then she's like, how would you like to see what it looks like from up above or whatever? And then they all go for a little plane ride. And Sarah was like, is this real? And I looked it up and it it did happen. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's pictures and everything. How fun for them. The Smithsonian. Yeah. I bet they kissed up there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then like gore vidal i keep just talking about him he's just a little kid in this movie gene yeah you you really you really talk about him a lot it's because i know who he is sort of as a person okay gene i mean i don't know him <laughs> but i've heard of him <laughs> as a celebrity okay you mcgregor comes over with his son yeah. and like comes to dinner and richard gears there too and 
they're like the little boys like sleeping over <clears throat> and he gets scared of the wallpaper because there's tigers on it i'm like did this really happen and he's like a 12 year old yeah, he's way too old to be he's that like, scared ah! of wallpaper. <laughs> but then like amelia goes upstairs and like oh it's okay i'm a nurturing like, person here's too. how you be brave and then he's like can you be my mommy she's like i'm married <laughs> and then he's like but can you be married to my dad too and then she just like smiles and walks away yeah she doesn't, doesn't answer, answer that him. question he's like why can't you be Weird. married to both of them and she's yeah. just like we just acted it out she's like baby i've been trying to figure that out myself baby i've been trying okay so then george is going out of town and he's gardening it's just you know i just never am that attracted to a man who's being cuckolded (laughs) (laughs) it's hard because oh because because i skipped some stuff Oh, oh my gosh. I skipped the most important thing. The elevator thing. scene? Yeah, that happened before yeah, the, the, Ewan McGregor came yeah. over. He like went out to dinner with Amelia and they made out in an elevator. Yeah, it was like steamier than Richard Gere's It kiss. was much steamier. Yeah. Um, she Yeah, so then he comes over and so then George is like feeling suspicious and he's going out of town and he is gardening and just looking a little pathetic. And he like was just His like... hair looks good. And then and he's like, will you please, like, I don't mind if if Gene comes over while I'm here, but please don't have him over while yeah. I'm not here. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. And then he finds the letter. Yeah. Then he's like, wherever he is, he calls yeah. her and he's like, I found a note you wrote to Gene. And he reads it out loud, which was agonizing. And it's a love note. And it's like, oops. And after that, she breaks things off with Yeah, Jean. she, like, really distances herself from him. And she and it shows her and George being, like, happy. And, like, mm-hmm. at the beach, their little Nights in Rodanthe yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, so that's something. And then, yeah. so she is preparing to do the big one. Yeah. She wants to fly around the entire world. Yeah. And I think she has finally said to George, okay, fine, I won't do it solo. Because that's not safe. I'll have, like, a co-pilot or navigator mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm going to do this. And so he's like, okay, fine. You're going to do it. But her her boyfriend was like, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So that's something. But then he shows up as they're like getting the plane ready. He's like, okay, here's an island you can stop at. So mm-hmm. you don't run out of gas in the middle mm-hmm. of the ocean. So he's yeah. like also supporting her. Yeah. I don't I know guess. where she find all these supportive men yeah. in the 1930s. Yeah. Send a couple my <laughs> way. Am I right? You want the men from the 1930s? Yeah. Hey, oh, they'd be over 100 now. Nope, they wouldn't. Well, yes, they would. They were children. Yeah, I want the babies from the 1930s. <laughs> GL. The rich ones. Um, she keeps calling him GP. Amelia does in the movie. She's oh, yeah. like, okay, GP. Yeah. She calls Richard that. She's very boyish. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cute when she gets freckles. Yeah, yeah. And, but and George tells her he doesn't like them. That's weird. She just looks like a Norman Rockwell teen boy. She does look like that, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Okay, so she's about to... They're in Hawaii leaving. They're in Honolulu. And the plane has a lot of gas in it, so it's heavy. And they're concerned about that. Yeah. And then they go to take off, and the plane's, like, not able to take off. And then it starts skidding, and then... Uh, crashes it crashes a little they even get out of the air like how embarrassing. embarrassing there's cameras there yeah and she's like demoralized yeah and then they just try again they just try again <laughs> and it goes better they were like oh we're gonna have to flip it and reverse it <laughs> oh my gosh wait scratch that flip it and reverse it elise keeps referring to the Lee wonka trailer <laughs> no just wonka sorry 
<laughs> Wonka. How Willie became Wonka. They right. told me I couldn't have a chocolate factory. <laughs> it looks very bad. And I yeah. wanted it to look good and it does not. What if what if Hugh Grant becomes a sex symbol from this? To like <laughs> the Oompa the Loompa? <laughs> have you I haven't seen any images of him. Have you seen the trailer? I guess I just seen that one part. Oh, you ever seen the whole trailer? Mm-mm. Well, at the end of it, it has a little moment with Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. Is it interesting? I don't know. I don't know what to make of any of it. Okay. Uh, so they are going the other way around the world because yes. of weather things. So they're doing it. They're, they're doing pretty good. They're going. But her co-pilot has a, has a reputation for being a bit of a lush. Yes. And so he before they leave, he's like, I promise. I yeah. know you think I'm a drunk. I promise yeah. that's not going to get in the way. Yep. And it doesn't for the first little while. Yeah. Then they're in Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. and he drinks. He's been, he's a little drunk. Yeah. And she gets a phone call from George. They have like a nice phone call and it seems like they know that it's like their last phone call. Well, the movie definitely knows it's yeah. their last phone call. She's stroking the She's speaker. She's putting her fingers all over that microphone in a way that I found very uncomfortable for movie-ready parental <laughs> guidance. <laughs> and George is like, okay there's something in your voice i can tell something's wrong and she's like oh fred's drinking again yeah. and he's like call it off call it off now and of course she's like no i she's very stubborn yeah like there have been several times throughout this movie where like the weather's bad and they're like we shouldn't go and she's like get on the plane and yeah so she's like no we'll be okay and but then it is okay because the next morning george like apologizes and he's like i promise i'm not doing that anymore yeah heard that before yeah <laughs> hmm. um trust a man and then they leave new guinea yep and then they're flying and all of a sudden there's radio problems. Yeah. And don't we're confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, so this part was like the climax, like the ending of the film. And her navigator is like we don't understand and I don't think this is viewer error. <laughs> so much of this movie is like, what? You know, like what now? They didn't um, explain so They didn't very explain well. the issue. So they were trying to get in contact with someone the base and like there's like naval bases around and they're not able to and it looks like he's having trouble navigating but like the naval there's base, no storm there's no no the naval base could hear her yeah but she just couldn't hear them yeah i don't really understand how that leads to her death yep because it's just it seems like they were fully prepared for like how much gas and stuff they needed yeah so it seems like and they were just like, like super stressed in the plane and like oh no this is it this is the end and it's like what well, yeah she like, was like crying they weren't empty bit. they were both crying he was like praying yeah they weren't empty or anything it's no. like the plane so, wasn't like beep, beep beep it was fine it was really just poorly communicated what was going on and then it ended thank yeah. goodness and then it was over we were like let's bid on some things that we're not yeah, gonna after get. that we frantically we were like sweating <laughs> i was cursing I don't know. Pacing. were you sweating a little i don't think i was but oh. i was pacing i was because i was sweating a little it's understandable i was i had two accounts i was bidding on <laughs> you had to oh, my oh so that was amelia and i think they should make another movie about her because i would love to know about amelia her you like sarah play... said like about her childhood yeah. it's weird because you think hillary swain could actually be a great mm-hmm. call because she's a good actress Maybe if she had a better wig, but then we saw Amelia's hair at the end and it wasn't much better. Yeah, so, so maybe the wig was spot on. And maybe the Ooh, script could have just been her. better. Because I think Hilary Swank was good. Um, but they made her boring. Like, she had yeah, no spark. She was so boring. 
Maybe Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie should be. And then Ryan Gosling. (laughs) (laughs) The dream team. I don't know. George could have used a little bit of energy. Actually, he had some energy because it was like, and he's just Ken. He's just George. He's just Ken. He's just there for her. I don't know. I would love to see a documentary about Amelia Earhart instead of this movie. Um, like even a documentary you watch in history class in middle school yeah. would be more like an eyewitness. Remember those? The eyewitness like Mm-mm. information videos. Oh. Just watch. No. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I I can do some trivia. I'm glad like. it's over. I want to hear some trivia. There's not much to be honest. Okay. But I will say this. One of the planes used for the movie landed in an African country. I don't know why they couldn't say which African country. To refuel and was impounded by the government. The producers had to pay a ransom through the embassy for the plane to be returned. (laughs) Wow. Okay. When was that? It was when the movie was being made. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was the... One of the planes used for the movie landed in an African country to refuel. Sorry, I got held up on why they want to name the African yeah. country. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's int- that's cool. That's intriguing. Here's a factual error. When Amelia is approaching Karachi, it is 1930. I don't know if that's how you say that. It's 1935 and the caption on the screen states Karachi, Pakistan. Pakistan didn't exist until 1947. Oh, yeah. After World War II. Yeah. The British mm-hmm. messed all that up. So that was a mistake. Um. In this review, so reviews were not kind. Yeah. To this film, really, um, the Guardian called it a tinny and barnacled affair, mm-hmm. showcasing a peculiar, peculiarly awful performance from Hilary Swank. Yeah. But I liked tinny and barnacled. That's tinny nice is a language. really good. Yeah. Tinny is perfect. Yeah. Um, and the spool. There's what they said about our boy. Uh, Richard Gere, by contrast, gets a far less restrictive burden to carry with portraying George Putnam, Earhart's, Earhart's promoter and eventual husband. Pronounce. Earlier on, especially, he gives Putnam a self-aware slyness. Putnam's a carnival barker in a nice suit, and Gere makes sure we know the character is very aware of it. It isn't a meaty part, despite the second billing, but Gere does use it to add a little color to Amelia. Hmm. I think I was very kind. That's extremely <laughs> kind to him, as especially since they've been so mean to him in the past. I know. For, like, roles that he did much better. I mean, there wasn't much... I don't know. This movie was so bland, we can't even, like, criticize it that well, because it's just like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, this says... this. Yeah, I'm skipping that. Okay, so the director's name is Mira Nair, mm-hmm. and she spent nearly six weeks working with... Hillary Swank honing their sense of who Amelia Earhart was. This is from an NPR interview. Six weeks. Yeah, the hair, the clothing, the freckles, and she said the director Mira Nair. Nair. Her last name is Nair. This article is just calling her Nair, so I'm gonna call her Nair. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna burp. Okay. Uh, Did th- you burp? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just like filled up her face with air and then like like a fish like. In yeah, defense mode. I was trying to force it out, but it didn't work. Okay. So she Nair says, also in her iPod, in her ear, Hillary would have Amelia's speeches. That was real fodder for Hillary to get the cadence, cadence and the accent right. 
At times, it was too much. Actually, my direction often would be, hey, Hill, a little less Amelia, please. Yeah. And she would laugh and know exactly what I meant. We wanted to, to nail Amelia <laughs> hey, as Hill. Amelia was. But at the same time, I was always careful about not making her a museum piece in any way. Yeah. She had to be alive and flesh and blood and also accessible to today's audience. I don't know how alive she was. She was a little bit boring. Yeah. Um, huh. So for the sequences involving the final flight for that like Electra yeah. plane that they got, which that was a big deal. George was like, we got you your very own Electra. And she's like, oh, my gosh, an Electra. And we we're like, what's an Electra? Mm, it was bigger. We should have known it was a plane. But yeah. I was like, I didn't even yeah. know it was a plane. <laughs> it's a pair of skates. <laughs> Isn't it a pair of roller skates? <laughs> um, so they got this airplane that was built in 1936 and they found it in the care of a Frenchman who had refurbished it lovingly and who flies it regularly. Wow. And so he flew it from France to South Africa. Wow. Where most of the movie was filmed in South Africa. Huh. So that's kind of cool. They, this guy is just like, I love this plane. And they're like, can we have it in our movie? I and he's like, I'm going to fly it plane. there. <laughs> Um, so honestly, that's all the facts that's, I have. I looked so hard for something revol- involving Richard. Yeah, nothing. Find really much was there a press tour for this? I feel like there... There was a little bit. I didn't watch any of the videos because yeah. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Um, the last Richard Gere rating I have was from February 20th. What? So that must have been when we recorded because I think you put out the Hachi episode a few weeks later that's right i did yeah so the last time we recorded was february 20th literally six months ago february, yeah well almost almost six months ago that's wild okay wow because that was wild. before india yeah february 20th mine too so we at this point are going to give the man a rating of silver foxes how many silver foxes do we give richard gear in this you movie gave him out of five five for hachi did I? Yeah. Yeah, because he was with that dog. And five for Brooklyn's Finest. Did I really? His yeah. hair looked really good. In <laughs> uh, well, for this one, I think I'm going to give him a four. Because his hair looked great, but he was boring. And I give him a four, He was too. supportive. He was a supportive husband. Yeah. But he was also a little bit, um, like, controlling. Mm-hmm. Possessive. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> he still gets forced on four silver foxes I mean, for, his hair you, his hair was really good his hair i gave him a four great, as well and he looked good and he looked good in his little yeah. sunglasses you gave him a 1.5 for the flock yeah i hated that movie that was so bad he had no energy in that movie and you that's gave him your, a one that's your lowest score that's your lowest score no your lowest score is no mercy <laughs> give him 0.5 i hated him in that i hated that movie <laughs> i thought it was fun <laughs> for so long we gave him over five yeah, the last time you gave him over five was for honorary consult. You too. Seven. I don't even remember that movie. What was that movie? That was the old, well, because that is an old movie that we found streaming somewhere, and that's the one with like Michael Caine, and oh. it's in like Argentina or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were just happy to see Young Gear again. I think we were. Um, before that, your highest one was for Pretty Woman, and that was a seven. Wow. You gave him a seven for Pretty Woman and honorary consult. <laughs> <laughs> i stand by that he's peak richard to me in pretty woman I oh sorry american gigolo is eight of course it is well you but you a- raised it after that montage fan vid <laughs> you gave him a 5.5 in chicago what i, I give did? him for in- chicago where is that 5.5 wow hmm. well okay that's that well that's that bingo roundup. Time. okay 
Bingo. We're going to have a a question for you. Now, we have a free space to fill for a kiss. Can we fill that space? We sure can. We sure can. We decided, at least pointed out, that he's not a very, he's kind of a selfish kisser. He doesn't seem like a very generous kisser. He just seems so hungry and not in a fun way. Yes. He just is like, (laughs) yep. Okay, steal someone's girl. No, he was on the opposite end. He stole her back. He was a cuck. You know, I read that there are rumors that actually she did not end that affair when the movie says she did. But maybe that lasted until forever. Oops. Oops. Shirt off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Physical fight. No. No. Hmm. Character is kind of a dick. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Sex scene. I mean, it was mostly wrists, but there was, yeah, there was, it was implied. It was implied. I'll say yes. Hector Elizondo. No. I wish. Lives in an unrealistically nice place. It was a gorgeous home. And the garden. But I don't think it was unrealistic. No. Where's his old man glasses? Oh, from the get-go. He's always gonna be. Elisa's already seen it. No. I actually had not. Sarah? No. No. Um, A nice scene with kids. No, were there any kids in this movie? There was Only one like little in girl in Honolulu. Oh, in Hawaii. Yeah. Only, yeah. But he wasn't around for those. He wasn't. Um, relates to John Travolta. <laughs> no. That would be really funny. <laughs> Wait, what if he had been her boyfriend? He got <laughs> Ewan McGregor's part. Um, throws a temper tantrum. He plays Amelia. <laughs> um... I mean, he threw it like he was like, stop cheating on me. <laughs> I don't think that counts. <laughs> but that's not. He was quite gentle about it. He was yeah. literally gardening as he Well, said. and then also like oh, with he, the letter. He, he did was take, like. He took a, oh, yeah. a spade and like slammed yeah. it into the ground. Into her neck. <laughs> that's how she really died. Yeah, okay. no temper tantrum. Um, and then plays an instrument. I wish. I wish that. It would have shown like a sad scene of him alone while she's flying around the Please, world playing piano. Playing that would have been great. Playing like a sad piano, so- an intense piano song as she's flying. Please. That would have been great. Huh, we should Let made us this direct movie. this movie. <laughs> All right. My question is not a would you rather tonight, okay. but it is a, if you were to be set a record as the first woman to do something today. Oh no, this is too hard. Oh, okay. No, no sorry. <laughs> what, what would it be? <laughs> hmm. I would be the first woman to to get the government to stop paying for Viagra. Ooh. That's a good one. I don't know. I would be... That was the couch, not me. Mm. I would be <laughs> She's first. sitting on a couch that doesn't make that kind of noise. I would be the first woman to say, that was me, not the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Be. Or in history, like, what would you want to be the first woman to do? I would love to be... Oh gosh... I would have loved to, like, invented tampons. That's pretty... Oh, my gosh. That is cool. I would have liked to have been, like, the first, like, like director of a movie or something. Yeah. Like, or first person who, like, wrote a book and got it published under a woman's name and not a man's name or something That's like cool. That. That'd be very cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I like those. That's a good question. Thanks. What do you got to take away from this movie? Thought provoking. For this week. Oh, um, oh gosh. From this movie, I'm going to take away, don't be so fucking boring. (laughs) Yeah, be a little bit more silly or dramatic. Let your inner Amelia shine and not your outer Amelia shine, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, What are you going to take away from it? Hmm. 
I'm going to take away... I'm going to try and be less scared of flying. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I've no. recently become scared of flying. Like, it just... I just get real nervous every time I think about taking a little flight. The older we get, the more aware we are of our own mortality. Yeah. And things that used to be. But I think of the, what you tell me all the time where you're like, celebrities and business people fly on the daily. Think of how often Taylor Swift flies home every night after every her concert. Every night. And, and that's she's in killing our a planet. smaller plane. And that's in a smaller plane with like, yeah. So it's like, it's fine. I'll be okay. Yeah. That's, I truly think about what you said a lot. Good. I'm glad yeah. that. It has seriously helped I me a some, lot. I sometimes do listen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm taking back my answer to that question, though. And what I'm actually going to take with me from this movie is that leather jumpsuit she was wearing. You liked it. I thought it was kind of baggy. Sarah didn't like it. It was baggy, but that's what I liked about it. Mm, okay. It did look really hot, though. I'm yeah. not going to wear it in the summertime. <sighs> yeah. It was really nice. It's been really nice. Last it actually is not. The episode that I listened to today to refresh myself on how we even do this, we were just like screeching about how hot it was and how sweaty we were. And like it's August and it felt pretty good today. Yeah. So global warming. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I I'm mean, not convinced. What is, have you, I haven't even checked the weather for the next few days. It's the same. Oh, this is nice. Wow. Maybe I think there was like a rainy day or two. It's going to be 85 on Saturday when we go to our secret spot. Our secret spot. We're going to swim. Cool. Um, Well, next time we do this, we're going to be talking about a different movie. Which is? Perhaps one we like more. I don't know. Let's see. I have to look it up. The Prince of Egypt. And it's going to be the Prince of Egypt. I wish he was in. I wish he was in that movie. Um, That's That's not not the Prince of Egypt. I was thinking about how we were singing Anastasia while you were working from home the other day. That was so nice. Okay, our next movie is going to be The Double. This sounds bad. And it has the same amount of stars on IMDb as Amelia did. We'll never finish this podcast. A retired CIA operative is paired with a young FBI agent to unravel the mystery of a senator's murder. Starring Richard Gere and Topher Grace. Topher. I just zoomed out like I did when I was in math class when you were reading that description. <laughs> like something, something senator. Like. No, a murder though. Yeah. Okay. But Topher Grace, that's going to be in a weird dynamic. I'll go into it with a good attitude. Like a weird dynamic. I can't picture them together, but I guess I don't have to wait for long. Nope. We'll try and do this maybe next Monday or Tuesday because i fly out thursday oh i forgot you're going out of town again okay i'm jet setting i'm like amelia Earhart. she's basically an amelia Earhart over here Earhart. <laughs> pronounced Gearheart. oh okay. that's a good way to all end right, it little gear hearts all right gear hearts we love you thanks for listening bye i'm your number one boy